Welcome again to Mindful, Beautiful and Thriving podcast series by Tarika Foundation. I'm your host Dr. Lina Khanzode and with me is Gayatri Narayanan. We are on this amazing journey of mindful parenting with Gayatri and I am getting a lot of positive feedback from some of you that you are finding this tremendously helpful. So thank you for that and please make sure you share it with your friends and family and other parents who need this help. We are going to have only a couple more episodes with Gayatri and so Gayatri thank you again for joining and welcome. Thank you Lena. Thanks so much for having me. It's been a wonderful journey for me too to be here and to share this with you and and engage in this nice easy dialogue with you and learn together. It's been really nice. Thank you. Well, I think it goes both ways. I've been thoroughly enjoying these series too and kind of starting to feel a little sad that oh, I'm going to start to you know wind down this particular topic and we are going to finish up our series in a couple episodes so we'll definitely miss you yeah. so gayatri what's the new skill set you have for us today so i thought the last couple of episodes we'll focus on this very important topic of appreciation and gratitude and both of these are very sort of heartwarming kind of practices right so when you appreciate your child and you know how it lands for them and the kind of connection and feeling that you want to evoke in them when you express appreciation when it's done in a mindful way when you bring your presence to it when you express how you felt when they did what they did or what needs of yours were being met when they did what they did and you appreciate them for that that's a very rich and a beautiful gift to give your child or anyone for that matter when you appreciate anybody for what they're doing as opposed to just saying hey good job a lot of times parents kind of get into that sort of a default mode of just praise you know saying okay good job well done and then you just move on right and sure it does feel good to receive praise but in a way when you give praise it is a form of judgment but it's a positive judgment right so when you say something like good job it also means that at some point you can say bad job you become the judge and the jury of their behavior right and you say okay i approve of this but i don't approve of this other thing so there's a subtle layer of judgment that is inherent in praise because it's just the opposite side of criticism i guess right it's the other side of the coin of criticism but on the other hand like if you look at the way the world works like if you look at you know corporate world you know managers in any business you know you get bonuses you get raises you get rewards you get rewards for doing a good job and that's sort of the way the whole domination paradigm is set it's like it's inherent in the way our world works and it does work but i'm going to put work within quotes what it does is it encourages the behavior right because it's kind of like a positive reinforcement and it encourages the behavior but the motivation for continuing the behavior is based on an extrinsic value as opposed to an intrinsic value where the child recognizes the value of what they're doing and why it's important to do what they're doing as opposed to okay you know mommy's going to give me 5 dollars if i do this you know or give me a gold star on the chart if i do this right both of those are kind of a reward based system so when you express your appreciation or gratitude to your child for something that they did well in a very sort of sincere way you take the time to actually connect with your own feelings and needs and how they were met 
and then you're expressing it to them. You look them in the eye and you express it in a full hearted way, as opposed to just a casual good job. You know, well, I'll just give you an example of what that may sound like. So, for example, say your daughter cleaned up her room. And so you can say, hey, good job. You know, well done. You cleaned your room. Right. It's nice. It's nice to hear that. But if you said something like, hey, I so much appreciated that you cleaned your room today, sweetie. I was so exhausted and I didn't think I could do it. And I didn't think I could help you today. But I still wanted to see your room clean. And I feel so relieved and I feel so supported by you that Mm -hmm. you actually took the effort to clean the room today. And I'm so thankful to you for doing it. Now, when you state it like that, you're expressing the feeling you had, the need that was met, and you're acknowledging the action that they did. So it's a very different flavor when you truly appreciate somebody for what they did. So I hope that kind of clarifies it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's actually really nicely explained. In my practice, you know, kind of you said like, that's how our world works. We certainly believe a lot in behavioral therapy and it's based on this behavioral plan that we, you know, create in terms of rewarding the child for the right behavior, using the concept of positive reinforcement, and then, you know, using consequences or negative reinforcement concept to not necessarily punish, punish, but it's a consequence and in some form of, you know, sophisticated punishment, you may call it. And so that seems to work, but I really liked your point that you're right, like you're actually just basing that off of extrinsic motivation. And there's no intrinsic motivation that is being tapped into you know, when you are doing those types of uh, interventions. So when you are, you know, doing more of an appreciation from the point of view of expressing your feelings, expressing your needs, how they were met by your child's particular behavior or action, I think I kind of now understand how that generates that intrinsic motivation because nothing more values to a child other than that appreciation and validation from their parents. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're longing to please you. They're longing to make you happy, right? And so when you truly express it, so there's a deep connection in that moment. So you really have to be very present in that moment when you're expressing that appreciation, right? And it lands in a very beautiful way. Like it actually goes from heart to heart. It's like a beautiful landing of that appreciation. And if you do it in a kind of half-hearted, awkward way, you can tell the difference between, you know, when it actually lands versus when it kind of falls flat, you know. And when you do it with a certain presence and you offer the gratitude, it's like really giving a gift to somebody mm-hmm. in a thoughtful way. You're like, okay, what is it that this person would like to hear right now based on, you know, this particular action that he or she did? And you offer it in that way, like a gift. And this notion of extrinsic motivation, see, the problem with that is, that once the reward goes away, the behavior also will stop, or at least the likelihood of it stopping is pretty high. Maybe it doesn't in some cases, but it's kind of like, okay, once mommy stops giving me the $5 to clean up my room, why bother? You know, I see that in my work, like, you know, parents get super excited in the first week when they're creating this star chart or this reward plan with point system or coins in the jar, whatever system, you know, they like. And then what I see is that, you know, they do see the results in the first week or two, 
but then it's awfully hard to sustain that right like so that's where they feel like oh yeah two weeks we are seeing that shift in the behavior it's starting to change and they start to kind of take a step back or you know life gets busy and they start to like lose focus there or don't have the time to really you know continue to work on it and then there is a return in the behavior that starts to happen which then they come back and they actually tell me you know it didn't work and i'm like please tell me more you know i think i'm wondering if it was consistent enough because i think the habituation kind of concept that for us to shape a behavior we need to do x number of thing for x amount of time is very important but it's really practically hard for parents to do that so i think as much as it can work i see your point that if the gratitude and appreciation is coming from within from your heart and you're taking that moment to connect with your child each time and give them that positive attention that they long for and thrive on that is so much more valuable to them you know we also talk about label praise versus you know just a regular praise so like part of what you're saying is also like tell the thing that you liked about what they did than just saying good job or something neutral like great or awesome mm-hmm. we also talk about like social rewards just a smile on your face yeah a thumbs up sign mm-hmm. a pat on the back or even like a clap you know mm-hmm. those can be so much more valuable to the child than you buying them a 200 lego set for instance right absolutely because the thing is in that situation what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for failure because because now if you get them a 200 lego set then the next time they do something that they feel proud of they're like okay mommy now what are you going to give me now you know it's like where's my equivalent of the 200 lego set because now i've done something good right so then the basic reason or the value of like doing something right for the sake of doing something right that kind of diminishes and what we want our children to learn is that right that's really what we want them to learn we want them to learn to do the right thing just because it's the right thing to do not because somebody is going to you know give you five dollars or a lego set right so that's the value we want to create but the other part of it is then the parent then is put in the position of being the judge mm-hmm. of deciding when is it that oh they've done the right job and what is the right job and how good is the right job like you become the evaluator of okay this is the standard by which i'm now going to give you this reward or this is the standard by which i'm going to punish you right mm. you're put in that position that extra job of being the monitor and the judge and the jury and that's not the relationship you want with your child you want to be a loving guide and not you know a person sitting on top saying hey good no bad good bad right mm. so the whole thing of rewards and punishments it's really two sides of the same coin you know one is on the positive side and the other is on the negative side and they both have a similar impact because it still is perpetuating the domination the hierarchical domination paradigm so this is a really trying to step out of that completely it's a different paradigm altogether where what you're valuing is the connection and the intrinsic value of doing the right thing that makes so much sense wow so <laughs> i hope uh, our parents who are listening to this are able to make that shift 
one, I guess, question that's already coming to me based on what I hear from the parents I work with is, what if we haven't done this before? Like, what if we've done this reward chart system all this time and it kind of worked for some time and then it fizzled out? You know, what if I have not really invested much of a time in building that connection with my child? How do I adopt this thing? Is it still possible or am I too late in this game? It's never too late. That's always my answer because I feel just like a child can learn a behavior, a parent can also learn a behavior, right? Just like you can always shift and, you know, come to a mutual agreement that, okay, we're going to put aside this whole language of reward and punishment and really connect with each other in what matters to us as a family. You know, what do we care about? Whether it's cleaning the room or doing the homework or practicing the piano or whatever it is, you know, what, what are the values we care about and why? Why do we care about them? And how can we continue to care for each other and do better in what we're doing without having this model of reward and punishment? And you can always reset the relationship and start. It's never too late. You talked about repairing that rupture, even if you've done some rupture before, unknowingly, there is always a chance to repair it and start fresh. So I really appreciate that, you know, you were able to actually walk us through this real core understanding about why this method is the way to go than the other method. So thank you so much. I think it would be wonderful if we can actually do a gratitude practice, but I think it might be better for us to cover it in the next episode. So our listeners would be curious to see how that's done. And so, you know, we will bring back Gayatri with an amazing gratitude practice. So join us again next week. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Lena. Thank you for listening to Mindful, Beautiful and Thriving, a podcast series by Tarika Foundation focused on youth mental health. If you like our podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Stay safe and healthy. Till next time. Thank you.